Each time I tell myself that I'll move beyond anger, I find myself slipping back into it. And what is this thing called anger? What is this thing that I can tell myself I can move into and feel that I'm wholly justified? I look into the eyes of another and when I see their anger at me, I feel like, generally speaking, they are unjustified in their anger. And then the analytical part of my brain tries to break down the anger into different components, sadness, vulnerability, scar tissue from times past. And yet, when I try to express that to to other people, I feel that I often just get their anger handed back to me in return. There's something deeply saddening about being in a human state. It is filled with so much struggle and so many temptations to be light, playful, superficial. And at the same time, the deepness and the darkness back in and allow us a little bit more depth. But where is the just the right place to live on planet Earth? The sad defensiveness, the anger that causes us to lash out at each other, and the feelings that if we were to try a little bit harder, perhaps we could join with another who in this moment we feel so far apart from. Friends today, who have you been hurt by? And what ways and times do you hurt them? There is so much of my life that I feel now is just a blur of indecision, anger, lashing out, sadness, woundedness, independence misplaced, ambition misplayed. And somehow I've landed in a somewhat comfortable place, but I look around in a circle at my life and the players within it, and I can't say that there's anything that makes me want to hold my heart high, that makes me want to say, Look, look at what I've done. Follow me. My relationships have been a series of attack and counterattack. An odd interjection of love or support here and there. But by and large, human beings are every man for himself, aren't we? At least that's been my experience on planet Earth. And when we try to live in some sort of way that allows communion. In my experience, I feel that it has left me bare and open to more pain. And perhaps that's because I haven't learned how to build a healthy relationship. I haven't learned how to share myself with a person who is strong enough to support me and love me back. In the sadness that that comment leaves me, I find myself wondering how much of life is is compromise? How much of life is just forgetting about what you thought you might have in those flickering moments when you were younger or even an adult and you said, well, I will have arrived when I achieve this or when I have that. For me, it has always been love and support and 
I suppose I have felt loved and supported, but many, many times I have felt defeated and vulnerable. And perhaps this ideal of a person who could be strong enough to lift me when I feel weak doesn't exist on planet Earth. We are only weak people struggling to support ourselves. And when we don't have the strength to support ourselves, we put another beneath us to try to build ourselves up just that tiny bit more. Friends today, if you were to look at sadness in your life, how does it express itself to you? Is there any way for you to feel supported when you feel the sadness grow within you? And what, and what of strength? How would you define strength? Do you feel that you are allowed to share your strength? Or do you feel that there's something about that that might make another person feel not good enough? If only we could express the myriad of emotions and characteristics within ourselves and have that perfect world where we had another person, perhaps the person closest to us, who could see those things and compliment them, both in deeds and actions and words. But instead, oftentimes, we take one another for granted and we try to do a little bit for another person, but by and large, we look after ourselves. And as long as another person doesn't drag us down too much, we call that a win. Friends today, if you had a win relationship-wise, what would it look like? And I can't help wondering if it would stand the test of time, whatever this win is. When I look back over the relationships that I've had in my life, I tell myself a story about the person that I'm with in every breath. Whether it's a good story or a story where he's the villain. What's a story where he sees me as being something wonderful and great, or it's a story where he's abandoned me. It's always me and my stories. And I suppose, even if I were alone in life, it would still be me and my stories, wouldn't it? my story of myself, my story of how I've been, I've done well today or how I've done poorly, but it still would just be my story. As, and as I look at myself now, and perhaps as I grow older and closer to the time of my death, it may still be 20 years from now, it may be in three minutes from now, we're all the same. I can't help wondering when I will ever get my story straight. There seems to be such a wide divergence between how I see myself from one day to the next, how I see the people closest to me from one day to the next, how I see others around me from one day to the next. I look at other people and I watch how they build their lives and it seems so random. Even the ones that seem to have their shit together, oftentimes their faults and feelings seems so evident to me and I think why don't you just honestly love yourself and love the people around you and express that love and when your life 
grow to be a, a better, more comfortable thing instead of always feeling vulnerable or attacked. And then I look at myself. And in that mirror is that same person, isn't it? It's just humankind, vulnerable and attacked. Every man for himself. Angry, sad, happy intermittently. Friends today. Is this the story of life on planet Earth? Is this simply how it is? We move through life from one day to the next, hoping that some great tragedy doesn't strike until the ultimate tragedy of our end finally arrives. And when we look at those around us and we ask ourselves, "When, when will I be appreciated? When will that person love me? When will that person see my value? And we get to end of days, and that that day never came. That person was too busy looking in the mirror at themselves, determining their own value, or trying to bounce back from whatever vulnerabilities we had set upon them. Friends today, the ultimate dependency in life is within ourselves. If I cannot love me, every barb that is thrown at me, whether it's from my child, my husband, my boss, my neighbor, in a story that I'm reading or in a story I'm writing. Every barb that's thrown at me will stick and it will make its way into my heart, won't it? I need to understand within myself my own divinity, my own pure delight. And if that means looking at the most simplistic things and looking within those things, the flower out on the terrace or the sky, hearing the sadness in my own voice, being happy when my dog is happy to see me, and leave the complexities alone. As I continue to write my story, through each footfall of my life, I find myself somewhat going around in circles or or a spiral at the very least. The things that I saw myself doing stupidly and wrong and misplaced way back 40 years ago, 50 years ago, and more recently, three days ago, three hours ago, all seem to stem from the same place trying to make myself understood and trying to understand. And I seem to fail at both over and over and over again in my life. The understanding of myself is probably misunderstanding as well. And so as we move forward, how simple can we make our footfalls? How simplified can I decide to be? There are so very few things that bring me joy. And so very few things I find myself chasing and doing are looking to find that joy. And yet, the expression of it is not in those things, is it? Where is an expression of joy in your life today, friends? Or is it just always the searching for it? And how beaten up do we get? I can't help wondering 
when I look over the long landscape of my life, how many times I've chased down that ball. A dear friend of mine was playing pickleball with a more competitive group the other day than I certainly would be. And, and when she lunged for the ball, by her own report, I wasn't there. When she lunged for the ball, she tripped over the net or got ta- entangled in the net and her face hit the, the, the ground. And she ended up quite injured, very injured. And I feel like that's kind of a metaphor for how I live my life. I, I run fast. I tell myself that I'm not a competitive person, but of course I am. I'm always pushing myself. I'm always trying harder. I, I'm always doing more. And then I do find myself getting tripped and tangled up in the net and face plant onto the ground and look in the mirror afterward and say to myself, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done again? What, what do I continue to do? Friends today, what could you do? What could I do differently that could bring me love instead of pain? Be less competitive, <laughs> not lunge for the net. Sit very still in the chair until I have a heart attack and die that way, but unbruised unbeaten. I can't see any new way to behave on planet Earth. Perhaps it's because I'm so entrenched in who I am and how I've been. This is probably how I'll roll to end of days. And the people that I surround myself with will still be basically the same person who tells me to quit my whining or maybe perhaps doesn't say the words but expresses that through his body language and his lack of eye contact and his general disdain. And so when will I value myself? When will I learn and how can I learn how to love myself and hold myself? and how to decide when and where to separate myself from people around me that are the the net that I entangle myself in and the bruises that I see in the mirror the next day. Friends, today, what allowance do we give ourselves for our own failings? And how many failings must we add up before we decide that the accountability that we hold within is not holding us accountable. It is simply avoiding, denying, creating some new storyline in which the narrator, me, makes the main character, me, the important one, me. And Though, would, it, would, would my life be better if I sat quietly in a chair, got up and cooked the meal the way my mother did for my father, daring not to speak? How many people before me have been taught that their input is not welcome, 
And not only does it not change their station and place on planet Earth, it simply causes them more pain to try to express it. Friends today, this sadness that I feel in my soul, my very soul, is inescapable, undeniable, perhaps unchangeable. As I look forward over what is left of the landscape of my life, perhaps it will unfurl for many, many days and weeks and months and years. Perhaps it will be short. But as I look forward, how could I ask and pray and demand of myself to create love for myself? To somehow behave differently to somehow attract what is support in my life and, and in that support to allow myself to support others in our mutual strength, in our mutual building, in our mutual love. There is very little that I see, even in this new life that I've built for myself, in this new country. There's very little that I see that's different. It's almost more exaggerated the people that are capable of making such a great change in their lives to, to, to make an international move almost seem more exaggerated in their faults and failings, their denials, their denial, their lack of accountability, or else they just keep moving forever on the runway. Friends today, when can we stay still and look within ourselves? And can we ever even have the clarity? Or is our life or are our lives just a, mu a muddle of misrepresentation, misunderstanding, past experiences tripping us up over the net? And our future, just more of the same. Bruises, pain. Understand this, if there is nothing I want more in my life than this, I would simply allow myself to be loved. And in being loved, I would simply allow myself to show love to at least one other person in a pure, undeniable way. And I can honestly say I don't know that I've ever done that. There is no one and nothing in my life that I feel isn't completely entangled, bruised, battered. Friends today, take a moment, look at your life. I can only hope and wish and pray that each of us will find a day that will bring us some sort of love and delight. And we can look up at the sunshine and feel that a good day has passed. And further still yet, that we have learned how to apply it to our next step. And so our next day becomes just a little bit better than the last. Because who are we on planet Earth? We are moving inexorably toward the collective consciousness. And while it's been incredibly rewarding and undeniably difficult to move in my independent form, there is a great part of me 
that yearns for that. Shuffle off this mortal coil. And while those decisions and challenges on the other side of the mystery may be worse, there's still something within my soul that says, there must be something better. There must be some place, some state of being in which we can rest in love. Because who are we? Who are we not? <laughs>